Hello, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I'm convinced that as you listen to Pastor Femi Emmanuel of Living Spring Chapel International, you will be lifted and inspired. And sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Femi Emanuel and on Instagram at The Real Femi Emanuel. You can also join our live services at www.youtube.com slash the family manual. You are lifted. I want to start out this morning by welcoming you to church. Church, happy Sunday. You are welcome to the presence of God. I can also see that the newest couple in town with her gaily like satellite dish is also seated ready to take in the word i welcome you on behalf of god the father god the son and god the sweet holy spirit i welcome you also on behalf of my father your father our apostle of lifting and change the presiding pastor of living spring chapel international my daddy your daddy pastor femi manuel i thought you say i love my daddy i thought you would blow your trumpet Amen. In the same vein, I want to also welcome each and every one of us on behalf of the First Lady of Living Spring Chapel International, our mommy in Zion, Pastor Mrs. Femi Emmanuel, looking all, is it goldish or orangeish this morning? I thought you said I love my mommy. Amen. For all our ministers and pastors in the house, you are duly recognized. We love you. We honor you. Church is about you. Can someone say church is about me? If not because of you, there will be no church this morning. As little as people say you are, if not because of you, there will be no church this morning. Therefore, can you put your hands together and celebrate yourself this morning? You are a sign, you are a wonder, you are a testimony, so celebrate yourself. Is that how you celebrate yourself? Amen. Your world will forever celebrate you in Jesus' name. I want you to expect the miraculous this morning. I want you to anticipate God this morning. Anticipate God. Whatever you don't anticipate, you are never allocated. Whatever you don't desire, heaven doesn't commission it for you. Whenever you sit in the midst of the world, don't expect that you will live empty-handed. Every time you sit down, be at alert and be attentive. If you understand what I am talking about, you would have a pen, you would have a paper, and you will judge every word that comes from this altar and you will mark your own word and as you do so heaven will bless you in Jesus name somebody did not believe that I can tell because of the way they said their amen I say you will be a wonder in Jesus name this is our month of divine connection divine connection I started last week Sunday with the message that I titled Keys to Divine Connection Keys to Divine Connection Keys to Divine Connection Before I continue, I want you to put your hands together and celebrate our children Can you put your hands together and celebrate our children? Can you celebrate our children? Is that the way you celebrate children? They are our seed and the next generation. Amen. Before the service is over, we'll be calling the children to bless and to prophesy upon their lives. This is their week. They will be great before our eyes in Jesus' name. I said they will be great before our eyes in Jesus' name. There is no better place to invest than into the lives of children. When the devil wrestles with a man, he doesn't wrestle for his life, he wrestles for his seed. When the devil comes for a man, he's not after that man. 
his after his seed if you are seed conscious you will change the way you react to situations and circumstances have you seen people when the devil comes they start shaking if you are seed conscious you have to understand that there are people watching you people what watching you they are watching you to learn from you you teach your children the art of faith by how you handle situations and circumstances if you understand what i'm talking about then you never speak against your children if you understand what i am talking about then you invest into their future for those who have not brought forth their seed yet i decree into your life and into your destiny your seed is blessed in jesus name we go back into the message of the day i said last week that it was a two-part message therefore i am bringing keys to divine connection part two keys to divine connection part two our text still remains john chapter 15 and verse 5 john 15 and verse 5 i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing i am the vine i am the center of attention i am the center of attraction i am the one that holds life so if you want to live perpetually connect to my source I am not ready to hold anything back from you once you connect to me you get everything that i have that means if anything dies in your life it is not god's fault it is whose fault your fault i am the vine and you are the branches abide in me and me in you so that you bear much fruit that is god's check blank check for your glorious destiny that is god telling you that son daughter you have no excuse to fail that is god telling you i am your biggest fan if you are in the midst of crisis just look behind and you will see me that is god telling you that in the midst of that storm i am there with you that is god telling you that through life's journey i have planned your glory you have no reason to fail i declare and declare you will not fail in jesus name i say you will not fail in jesus name let me quickly recap last week for those of us who were not in church i was bringing the amazing story of queen esther Queen Esther was not born in the royal lineage. She was not born as a queen. Queen Esther was a slave girl who ascended her throne because she was divinely connected. And I gave us three keys to divine connection last week. The first key I gave was connection to God. I said for you to be divinely connected you must first be connected to god esther was a slave girl and people around her saw her as a slave girl but right there while she was a slave of circumstance she was a daughter of zion she was a hebrew girl so she was connected to god i said no matter what your situation looks like just make sure you are connected to go no matter who mocks you or looks down on you it doesn't matter if your connection to god is solid no matter what people take from you let them cheat you and take your birthright away from you just ensure that you are connected to god you are divinely connected i can imagine other little girls playing around with her thinking this is the hebrew slave girl not understanding that she might be called a slave by society's laws but via heaven's law she's a daughter of zion i declare and declare 
everything that has kept you down to one spot is broken your life and destiny in Jesus name the second key I mentioned last week was this total submission to the will of God total submission to the will of God if you must be divinely committed then you must submit your will to God God is saying I don't care what people say is lucrative I don't care what the newspaper is telling you about businesses in Nigeria and in this space but when I created you this is what I created for you and the day you put your own plans aside and you take God's plan on then God divinely connects you you will be divinely connected in Jesus name I say you will be divinely connected in Jesus name I said last week that God will never connect a man he cannot instruct God will never connect a man that he cannot instruct in the Nigerian space there's what we call godfatherism true or false a political godfather puts his political sons in position but the number one key that qualifies his son to sit on that seat is his what? Readiness to take instruction from him. Because the political godfathers are still the one in control using their children. They will never put a man in a seat if they cannot tell the man, go here and he goes. In fact, when we start hearing their noise too much, it's because the son has failed to take instruction from the father. God will not connect you if he cannot instruct you. So if God cannot commission your destiny, then he will not connect you. If you are still about your own personal business and your own personal intention, you are off the to-do list of heaven. I decree upon your life and your destiny you will not miss it in Jesus name and finally the third key was stay in the place of your grace stay in the place of your grace if not that Queen Vashti stepped out of her place of grace Esther would never have become queen because what made Vashti the delight of the king was her beauty and the king was fond of parading his beautiful wife in front of other royals and other kings and after this session of enjoying and merriment and party king Xerxes called for his beautiful wife Queen Vashti come and show them how beautiful you are let them know that I took my eyes to the market let them know that I am a man of class and standard and I am married to the most beautiful woman on the surface of the earth. And all of a sudden, Queen Vashti realized that she was too beautiful to obey the orders of the king. And she sat in her court and kept the king and his guests waiting. And that is what we call capital embarrassment. She forgot that her beauty was not for herself. It was the place of her grace. It was her beauty that opened doors for her. It was her beauty that got her to the palace in the first place. And the day she stepped out of her place of grace, that little slave Hebrew girl that tended to her own beauty entered into her office. I speak upon your life and your destiny. No one will take your place in Jesus' name. When you realize that God has given you gifting, please tend it. Grow it. Study in the place of your grace. Read books. Develop yourself. God will not use a man that does not constantly develop him or herself. Your skill is not enough. The times are changing. A man that is not gifted at you, if he develops himself, he will overtake you. Church, are you listening to me? Stay in your place of grace. Never lose the grace that God has put upon your life. And in the words of our Father and the Lord, God has not created any man empty. 
there is no man without a place of grace so if you can't see anything that you do easily without stress begin to ask god god open my eyes to my place of grace god lifts a man via his place of grace that means if you have not discovered your grace yet god has nothing to work with i speak upon your life and your destiny if you have not discovered your place of grace discover it right now in jesus name and for those who have discovered their place of grace i speak increase upon your place of grace in jesus name and so we continue this sunday the fourth key of divine connection is develop a lifestyle of spirituality develop a lifestyle of spirituality there's something about that woman called esther she was not only beautiful she was spiritual she knew her god and she served her god she knew divine principles and she obeyed it the strength of man will fail him i know you are good at what you do but please become spiritual your spirituality is what backs up your physicality your spirituality is what sustains your place of grace i know that when you are doing what you do best nobody can match you but if you take your eyes off spirituality you will fall like a pack of cards i once met a woman and the best word to describe her is genius genius amazing woman this is a woman that both mtn and glow and airtel were fighting over her they were fighting over her at the time that i knew her she was earning 3.7 million every month she was earning 3.7 million every month by all standards and ramification she was a woman of prowess a woman that had three masters and she has started going for her doctorate and i started to find out about how she became successful so fast young woman a woman that stood up one day and turned all the offers from mtn airtel and globalcom turned them down today she's a multi-billionaire she's a what multi-billionaire when i was in the uk she came visiting twice just to buy property just what buy property twice while i was there and god knows how many other visits she has made so she goes to the uk while other people are struggling to go there she goes there buys the property takes the key drop it in her back and go back to nigeria today she's a multi-billionaire and i started finding out about this woman and everybody that knows her they kept saying one thing she's a prayer machine say so she's a what prayer machine they say whenever she goes to the toilet while she's using the toilet you can hear prayers coming from the toilet door blessed lifted empowered but you will never catch that woman without praying this is a woman that can go on seven days fasting pray you think she's praying about money she understands that the secret of sustaining her place of dominion is spirituality never take your eyes off the place of what spirituality if you are not spiritual you become ridicule in fact the reason why you have been struggling so much is because you are depending on your flesh your flesh can only get you so far the contention is too much you cannot stand the heat people have places they go to for power please you cannot have authority without power you cannot have authority without what without power her friend will say time to that number when people have issues and they come to her she will tell them you don't pray enough you don't pray enough 
she will tell you that my greatest achievement is not the money that I have. My greatest achievement is the fact that I can point to three, four, five cancer victims that brought their cancer to me and when I spoke, cancer disappeared. Church, are you with me? He said, my greatest victory is not that I employ so many people and pay them salary. My greatest victory is that when I get to a place, spiritual authorities respect me. Vividly, she says, spiritual authorities, they recognize me, they respect me. She was having a bad day and people started standing up to talk about her. And everybody that stood up said, ha, this woman can pray. When I have problems, I go to her so that she can pray me out of my problems. Church, are you with me? Never take your eyes off the place of spirituality. The more spiritual you are, the more divinely connected you will be. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear, sir. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear, sir. Yesterday, I don't know how many of us saw that video of the man that they caught the man said to kill Barakat the hijab sister that they raped and killed I don't know how many of us, if you saw it please can you see if you are not spiritual wickedness will eat you like food I watched that video and I was almost in tears young boy they said, why did you kill her? He said, Baba asked me to go and kill. They said, how many people have you killed? How many people did you say you have killed? Six. He said, I've killed six people. They said, how do you kill them? He said, I hit them in the head with a shovel. And when they are bleeding, I turn them around three times. I turn my back to them. And I start saying what Baba asked me to say. And after they've bled enough, I wipe away their blood with the cloth, white cloth, and I take the cloth to Baba. And they say, what do you do with the white cloth? Say, I don't know. Baba does whatever he wants to do with it. They say, how much does Baba pay you? Listen to this. He said, Baba will make hot amala for me and give me 500 naira. How many of us watched it? If you are not divinely connected, the enemy will snatch your life cheaply. He said the first time Baba asked him to go and kill, he was asking Baba, Baba, you want me to turn her around three times? You want me to turn myself around three times? Back her and wait for five minutes for her to bleed out. He said they will catch me. And he said Baba told him that Omode Lonshaye Baba said, I will tell you what to say and when you say it, no physical eyes will see you. I want to let you know that words are powerful. We are in a spiritual terrain. Oh, you think you have some change in your bank account? If you are not careful, the world will give you something you will spend that money on. Church, are you with me this morning? You have to key to the realm of spirituality. Esther was not just a queen by beauty. The origin of her dominion was her spirituality. She was a Hebrew girl that knew the Hebrew God and worshipped him fervently. I will show you how powerful Esther was. And he said every time he makes the incantation, nobody sees him. Am I the only one that watched it? How many of us watched it? He said even when he killed Barakat, people were there with him. Uh, How many people watched it? (laughs) So you don't think I am the only one. Maybe I'm making this up. He said, Walai, one can read me. He said, right there, nobody will see him. Spiritual forces are real. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just telling you that you must back up your earthly dominion with the place of your spirituality. You have been too careless. If you are too careless, you get to a point, you can't rise anymore. Is somebody getting me this morning? There was a time that a decree was about to be passed over the people of God. But Esther was queen. And Mordecai had wind of it. 
and sent all the evidence to Esther. And Esther sent a message back to Mordecai. You know that I cannot see the king at this time. For anybody that appears before the king will be what? Killed. You can't. It's a decree. It's a law. And Mordecai said, hey, if you perish and go, God will raise somebody else to do it. Maybe this is the reason God has put you there. But Esther was a woman that has found a place in spirituality. And it showed me that as old as that story is, Esther decreed for prayer and fasting. (laughs) She was a woman of spirituality. She knew what to do. If situations arise and you don't know the spiritual button to press, your life is in danger. When you see a man that is afraid, it's because he doesn't know what to do. It is not because the situation is ugly. The most greatest men in destiny went through the ugliest situations. The only difference is that they knew what to do. And she said, hey, I know that this is forbidden, but I know the place of spirituality. And she said, everybody, go on three days prayer and fasting. And if I perish, I perish. But do you know what? Spiritual people can never perish. Spiritual people can never perish. I beseech you, if you want to enjoy divine connection, stay firmly in the place of spirituality. Proverbs 24 and verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, it means your strength is small. I am not against you, but I sent this situation to show you that you need to grow. Somebody with me. Why you are crying to God? Hey, 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 God say, hey, can't you see that this small wind ran off your feet? Man, wake up, start walking. Because I desire that you be at peace and that you prosper. I speak over your life and your destiny. You will not fall in Jesus' name. I say you will not fail in Jesus' name. The fifth key. Stay humble. Stay humble. If you want to enjoy divine connection, please stay humble. Humility is a thing that is gradually or fastly fading in our society today. True or false? You see young men that do not even know how to go to the toilet. And tamba, I don't know the word for that. Their shoulders are like what? Lantern. I saw a video on social media of young boys secondary school boys that entered into this thing called Yahoo Yahoo over the COVID-19 period I don't know how many of us saw those videos because of the lockdown and the stay at home they got engaged in cyber crime and little money that they stole entered their account after school resumed they went to school and said hey auntie I have money now sit down <laughs> And how much do they pay your salary? I can give you that now. (laughs) Because they stole small. (laughs) Humility is fastly fading. But what connects you to your place of divine connection is humility. When God blesses you, and you become more humble, then it's a sign that you will go far with God. I keep telling you the story of God's servant, a general in ministry, that they are the boy. As he began to pray to God in his natural custom and tradition in the evening, he said, all of a sudden, God was silent. And he spoke. And he said, stop praying. So he stopped. He said, stand up. And he stood up. And he said, walk. And he began to walk. And after a point, the spirit told him to stop. And he stopped. He said, take a piece of stick. And he took the stick. And he said, write your name on the ground. 
and he wrote E.A. Adeboye. And God said, wipe it off with your feet. And he wiped it off with his feet. And he said, look at these things that I have given you. The day you take the glory for them, I will wipe you off the surface of the earth and it will be like you never existed. Humility. He said tears began to come down his eyes. God will never make a testimony out of a person that cannot be humble. Oh, they gave your seat to somebody else. And the next thing is, hey, my seat? My my seat? Do, do you know who I am in this church? Do, do you know? Usher, H.O.D. Usher, come here. Are you Pastor Femi Manuel? You, little money, people must know. I mean, people must know. You buy a car, there are some people you can't greet again. It's like the day they gave you the key, you deleted their name for their phone. You change club. You change club membership. You get out of the car, you look around, they say, I love my brother. I say, who is, who is, who is greeting me? And God says, eh? just a little miracle and you cannot handle it. In fact, people should look at you and be inspired. When they get to know what is behind you in form of your investment and money, and they see the way you are still sweeping and cleaning the church floor, that you say, wow, I am not doing enough for God. Church, are you with me? If you want to be divinely connected, please stay humble. Humility is the key for greatness. Luke chapter 14 and verse 11. For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased. That means humbled. And he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Can I say this quickly? Pride is proof that there is still absence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Pride is the proof of the absence of the Holy Spirit in your life. If you are proud, then you still see yourself. Church, are we together? Church is so quiet this morning. Church, are we together? If you still see yourself that me, 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 moi, 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 et me, me, myself, I, then the Holy Spirit is still absent from your life. What the Holy Spirit does is that he humbles your spirit so that you can get more from God. He humbles your spirit so that you can do what? Get more from God. Our Father is a wonderful example of humility. You see the way he courtesies, the way he greets, the way he treats people. You start wondering that, my God, my God, my God. No wonder God is blessing him every day please don't look down on people don't look down on people don't judge people by their status the law today tomorrow might be the greatest and the highly the man that is familiar with you and comes to you to ask for things he's just an avenue for the blessing of God don't say this one is too poor always begging always begging always begging always begging there is something that god wants to use him to do in your life and your destiny somebody with me please understand that you must stay humble before god humility is the vehicle to the place of your destiny can someone say pastor i hear sir can someone say pastor i get it now Matthew chapter 8, verses 3. As I quickly move to the last key, and we go into the place of prayer. Matthew chapter 8, verses 3. After I read verse 3, we will read verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 3. Then Jesus put out his hand, listen, and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. It's just a miracle that Jesus always did. But Jesus was used to touching people, true or false. He was used to what? 
I want to show you what God showed me this morning. I jumped up and started dancing. I've never seen it like that before. Jesus will touch people and they will be healed. Two of us. So Jesus, in his regular fashion, touched that man with leprosy and said, I am willing for you to be healed. And he was healed. The same chapter, Matthew 8, verse 5. Matthew 8, verse 5. I read 5 to 10. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, verse 6, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented, verse 7, and Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Wait. Jesus said, I will come and touch him and you'll be healed. True of us. I will come. Because when I touch people, they get healed. Verse 8. Verse 8. Then the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Verse 9. For I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I said to this one, go, and he goes. And I said to another, come, and he comes. And I said to my servant, do this, and he does it. Verse 10. Then Jesus heard it, and marveled, and said to those who followed, As surely I said to you, I have not found such a great faith, not even in Israel. Humility opens you to the realm of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit had not come but right then the Holy Spirit moved because his brain could catch the rema and the person of the Holy Spirit are you with me he said I give authority to people and they go I tell them come and they come I am, I am a man under authority but today I see a man greater than me and I submit myself to his authority humility just opened up his rema and he said speak the word did he know that Jesus could just speak and it will be done? Because he was in the place of humility. Every time you stay in the place of humility, the Holy Spirit takes your mind over. You begin to see things men are not seeing. You begin to hear things men are not hearing. God opens up your mind to access the throne room of heaven and you start seeing into the mind of Christ. But every time you are proud, God closes up his mind to you because the proud cannot get into the mind of God. Is somebody with me? You see, everything you own is just material and it will fade away. Yesterday, I was discussing, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday, I was discussing with my wife and we are talking about MK Abiola. When MKO was alive, MKO, money lost value. But where is his money today? Please understand that pride comes before it fall. I decree upon your life and your destiny, receive grace to be humble in Jesus' name. I say receive grace to be humble in Jesus' name. And finally, recognize and maintain divine relationships. Recognize and maintain divine relationships. My whole life, I believed and I saw Mordecai as a divine relationship given to Esther. Is somebody with me? Whenever I read that scripture, I always saw the relationship between Mordecai and Esther as God using Mordecai to open up the destiny of Esther. True or false? I say, if not that Mordecai took care of Esther and brought her up as his own child you know she was fatherless and motherless and his her, her father's brother saw his feet to pick up this young girl and train her as his own daughter listen every father under the sound of my voice knows how expensive it is to train up a child from the days of wearing of pampas to the days of crawling and then to the days of secondary school university Pastor Sam, we are together. You understand what I'm saying? It's not easy. A man will go hungry just so that his children have food to eat. He would deprive himself of things that he wants to buy just so that his seed will not suffer. And I began to always believe that, ah, Mordecai 
was God's gift to Esther's destiny. Not until this morning when God said, "Uh uh-uh, no, it is the reverse. I placed Esther in Mordecai's destiny to lead his destiny. I placed Esther in the destiny of Mordecai to bless him. If not for Esther, Mordecai will have died in front of the king's gate. He said because he saw a queen in a slave girl. He saw the relationship. It was more than the daughter of his brother. It was a divine assignment from God for him to take care of Esther. Esther was destined to be a woman of glory, but only Mordecai could see it. Is somebody with me this morning? So everything he invested in that girl's life was only investment in the direction of his destiny. Please locate and recognize divine relationships. Locate and recognize divine relationships. Because of time, I can't delve so much into this point. But let me tell you, relationships work. Especially if they are divine. Three things I will tell you about relationships as I round up this morning. Number one, every relationship, every relationship is God-ordained. Our Father will say times without number, every relationship, divine relationship is God-ordained. Please don't force it. Please don't force it. Number two, every relationship that is divine takes sacrifice to build. Pay the price to sustain the relationship. Every divine relationship takes sacrifice to build. I will give you a secret this morning. Please, promise me you will never forget it. Are you promising me, church? Can I go ahead? You have given me your promise. Anytime you see a man greater than you, sow into his life. Don't take, give. Every time you see a man who has more than you and greater than you and is more highly placed than you, it's an opportunity for you to give. The mentality is if you see a big man, you do what? You do what? Are you with me, church? If you have that mentality, you will miss out on divine relationships. Whenever you see a grace that is higher than yours, tap into it by giving. God bless you, sir. Give. Don't don't you dare take. Don't take. The moment you take, you have broken that opportunity forever. But the day you give into a divine relationship, it's but more seeds and more fruitful seeds. What I'm saying takes grace. You must change your orientation. And listen, let me tell you, it doesn't matter how small. You know the way the devil deceives us? He says, look at this man. Look at this man. Look, look, look. Are you looking? Are you, are you, are you looking at this man? Are you looking at him? And you say, yes. They don't say, look, look, look. What, what, what? Can you give him that he doesn't already have? Look, 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 look. Tell me one thing. It's not about what he has or what he doesn't have. It's about that thing that he has that you need. And take whatever God has given you at that time because God put you at that time and at that place for a reason. God will never demand anything outside the place of that season. Take what you have and give. One of our members called me and said, Pastor, where are you? I said, I'm out. I said, I thought you were in your office. I want to give you something. I said, you want to give me something? She said, yes, I'm coming from my farm. And I want to give you something. She brought a bag of corn. To fresh baje. Ibeine. That was looking today-ish. Big, big, big cups of corn. Because that's what came out of her farm. He said, Pastor, this is my first fruit for my farm. And I want you to be the first one to taste it. 
It was not a corn to me, it was a seed. This corn is at most 50 naira. I can stop and buy one and eat. But if she has said, hey, Pastor, Elenanta, Agbado, Agbado, Pastor Paul, Agbado, Kinani, Trotty, and Jagbado, and Wala Kongi, and Jagbado, Bogan, and But she didn't say that. She took her seed and gave it anyway, and my heart blessed her. Please learn how to give. Especially when you recognize that there's a person with greater grace than you. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear? Can someone say, Pastor, I hear? I want you to talk to me so that I know that you hear. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear? And God will bless you in Jesus' name. And finally, every relationship that is divine gives you access. Don't abuse it. Every relationship that is divine will always give you access. Don't abuse it. When a relationship is divine, it gives you access. Please, don't abuse it. Don't get greedy. Don't think about yourself. Don't put your needs before the relationship. And the relationship will birth not only for your generation but for generations to come. Can you close your eyes and bow your head? Keys to divine connection. Keys to divine connection. If you are under the sound of my voice, and you know you don't have a divine relationship with God. I ended with recognize and develop divine relationships. You can remember any time and any place you said yes for Jesus. While all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, please can you lift up your hand? God is looking at your heart right now. God loves you right now. God wants to save you right now. You want to make it right for Jesus? Can you lift up your hand, right hand, and I will pray for you. It is time to make it right with Jesus. It is time to make it right with Jesus. Can we all rise up on our feet? Can we all rise up on our feet? It is time to pray this morning. We are going to take the Holy Communion. And we are going to pray for our children. And we are going to bless the marriage that just happened last week Thursday. But I want you to pray this prayer. It's prophetic. It's what? Prophetic. It is recorded in the Bible. That it got to a time the king lost his sleep. The king lost his sleep. He couldn't sleep anymore. And he said bring the book of records. Bring out the book of records. And they opened the book of records and they saw the record of Mordecai when Mordecai saved the life of the king. And the king turned to everybody and said, Have I done anything for this man? And the Bible records that they told the king, You have done nothing for him. You have done nothing for him. You have been serving God. But this is the day when your record must open up to God. This is the day where God must take notice of everything you have been doing. And there are some people under the sound of my voice, you know you have not been doing enough for God. But listen, there is the place of mercy and grace. There is the place of what? Mercy and grace. You have been in that position for too long. God must look at your side this morning. You are going to lift up your voice this morning and say, Oh Lord my God, via your grace and your mercy, cause me to walk in honor and dignity. Prayer in Jesus' name. Lord, by your grace and mercy, make me walk in the place of honor and dignity. Make me walk in the place of honor and dignity. 
The king said, I have I done anything of honor and dignity towards Mordecai? And they said, no, sir king. You have not honored him or dignified him. And the king said, that day I honor and I dignify him. Your honor and dignity is returning. Your honor and dignity is returning. Is somebody praying this morning? God, remember my acts of service and connect me divinely. Remember my deeds in your kingdom. Remember the way I have helped others grow. Remember the things I have done. Remember the seeds I have sown. Via mercy and grace, cause honor and dignity to locate me. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. I decree upon the life of everyone under the sound of my voice, honor and dignity begins to work with you in Jesus' name. Wherever men may have mocked you, those same people who mocked you will return to celebrate with you in Jesus' name. Everything that has fought against you, how man fought against Mordecai and threatened to kill him. But when heaven spoke, Haman was hung on the gallow that he designed for Mordecai. Everyone that has dug a pit for you, may they fall into it by themselves in Jesus' name. Anyone that has devised a plan against your destiny, may that plan that they created for your downfall be the same plan that will destroy them in Jesus' name. After this morning's service, heaven will remember you. Everything that has been a challenge is turned over to a testimony for you in Jesus' name. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Can you celebrate God by putting your hands together for Jesus? As you have your seat in God's holy presence. If you still have appetite for more, please wait for the second service. If you have appetite for more, do what? Wait for the second service. In the second service, I'll be ministering on a title, You Are Not a Mistake. You are not a mistake. And we'll be looking at the life of Joseph. We'll be looking at the life of Joseph. It will blow your mind. You will enjoy it, I promise you. Please, if you have appetite for more, wait for the second service and God will bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.